Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of Golden Shower of Hits. Today on the podcast, Jamie and Mike will discuss Some Gave All, the debut album by Billy Ray Cyrus, released in 1992. And, uh, yeah. You can tell your mom, I moved back to Arkansas. Tell your Aunt Louise, anything you damn well please. And now your brother Ace, can finally punch me in the face. Go tell your friends that this is really the end. But before you tell the whole world, you were never my girl. Just do me this one favor. I'd normally play our uh, theme, but I think three weeks in a row is a little much. <laughs> uh, is that the fucking, is that the threshold for <laughs> for doing something in a row? Because we're in violation of a lot of shit, if that's the case. <laughs> we're violating a lot of rules. Yeah. Nah, I think uh, for soundboard things, maybe we need to, I need to dial it back a little bit. Don't want to wear it I out, really need know? to sort out the soundboard thing. How do you do it? <laughs> you say that every week. Uh, I can talk to you about it off off uh, off episode if you want. Oh, not interesting enough for the episode? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> if you want to get in the guts of Mac OS, yeah. Nah, probably, not. Oh, probably not what they're tuning gosh. in for here. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's pretty simple, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, you say that now, I couldn't make this shit work. Well, I was trying... <laughs> So much for taking it out of the episode. I, yeah, see, I get my yeah, way. I, um, yeah, I was trying to do the soundboard way, but I figured out a different way. So it's technically not a soundboard, but it accomplishes what a soundboard does. You know what I mean? So you have this things loaded up into iTunes or something? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, see, I like that. Yeah, That's I'll all show right. you that. I, could, I mean, I could probably figure that out. Yeah. I'll, I just wasn't clever enough to imagineer it myself. <laughs> I'll... uh some kind of a dipshit i'll send you like a screencast showing how how i do it so fine yeah yeah how are you doing man good man i uh feel bad that we missed a week uh because i was sick but i'm much better now so you know what mm. nobody complained <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking like should we put out should i put out like a little audio snippet in our feed that just says we're not having an episode this week because i was sick so but yeah i haven't heard anything from anyone so I think it's fine. Yeah. They could probably they could probably take a break from us for a week. They're playing catch up on the last fifty one episodes that they missed. <laughs> right. Well it's it's funny. <laughs> I have I have a lot of friends who listen, but they're in di- yeah, they're in different states in the catalog, you know. So they'll talk to me about, you know, something we talked about on the episode that they're listening to, you know, which was like six weeks ago. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> so and then I'll have somebody else talking to me about something else from a different episode, and it's like, dude. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> so yeah, 
Yeah, so every once in a while you get a message and it's referencing something and uh, I I never know what anyone's right, yeah. talking about. Yeah, it could be weird. this week. It could be th- something we've already said in this oh, really? conversation now. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel like I send you texts, like follow-ups to things that we talk about in the episode and you're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> I was, uh, I actually physically went to work yesterday and uh it's the first time i've been there in a really long time and uh like cool modi <laughs> and uh i'm like meeting with my guys you know my, in my department and i'm like i was like so excited i was just like shot out of a cannon you know because it was like the first time i've had any human contact in a long time other than jennifer you know and uh i, I said to him i'm like I kind of feel like Brian Wilson and then Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer is like my therapist that sits on my lap that won't let me see anyone. <laughs> you know, like She's the only person I have any human contact with, you know, I mean, obviously Jennifer's not stopping me from seeing whoever I want, but uh, you know, since she's the only person I see, I, I had that Speaking weird of Jennifer, what did she buy this week? Oh fuck. Uh, she bought something. Uh, did she buy some plants? No, she, oh yeah, I busted her. Uh, I was walking by her office the other day, like last night or the night before. And she's like, oh, I'm totally going to buy this. And I'm like, and I walk in, I'm like, yes, Jennifer Humblebrag. And she's like, no, it's, it's, it's for Ink Brigade. And I'm like, oh, so yeah. So it was a piece of screen printing machinery she wants. <laughs> not that rad. No, super expensive though. But yeah, not not well, too exciting. So yeah, but it's for business, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm into that though. If it uh, if it makes the job easier, it yeah. also makes my shirts radder. <laughs> you guys do a great job on my oh, shirts. Thanks, I, man. I, I, I want to thank the both of you here publicly. Oh, thanks. I have zero, absolutely nothing to do. With it. It's all Jennifer and the, that's probably and the crew why they're the so shop. great. Yeah, no, they, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, she's detail oriented. I am not. I'm a bull in a china shop, so you would have <laughs> shirts that were a fucking mess if I printed them. Because you'd finger fuck them. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I would. I'm all about like trying to set up like a operation and then, um, then like make it faster. You know what I mean? And and a lot of times that doesn't work out too well. So right. Yeah. Let it do its job. Let it do its job. Yeah, it's like slow so and you're steady. To say? It's like slow and steady wins the race. But what instead, what I'll do is I'll spend a bunch of time up front trying to figure out how to do it f- super fast when I start doing it. You know what I mean? So, and that works for some things, but not for others. So, right. Yeah. How have you been, man? <sighs> fine. You know, I'm fine. <laughs> I saw a show last night. Yeah. Which was fine. But I was there with a. <laughs> It was a really great show. Oh, like, a, okay. It, I thought you meant like a TV show. <laughs> no, it was full, you know, but it's, the, you know, it's a venue that doesn't hold very many people. Right. It's all seated. So people weren't like rubbing up on each other, moving about or whatever. We were right by the door and, you know, we were one of the last ones in and the first ones out. Nice. You know? Yeah. And so, I don't know. It felt, you know, it's masked. You had to have proof of vaccination to attend okay there there were a lot of precautions in in place you know yeah uh which is as reassuring as it gets i guess right i don't know here's the thing i just kind of think it we're all gonna get it i fucking hope not dude 
I know, but I mean, I can't, I just, I don't, I just don't fucking get it. I just don't know, you know? It's, it's so hard to even think straight about everything now because I'm so fucking worn down. Yeah. After almost two years of this bullshit. And, uh, you know, I feel confident that if I do get it, I'll, I'll be okay. But pff, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a witch doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't fucking, <laughs> I can't see the future or, or I can't, t- I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know my dick from a doorknob. So, um, you know, there you go. Yeah. I really hope I don't get it. I mean, looking at the number of people that have diabetes that died from it is pretty alarming. <laughs> it's like a way higher percentage of people. So the people that are dying, a lot of them have diabetes or heart disease and I have both. So it's like, okay, well, <laughs> so I'm going to keep right. like being super, you know, socially distant and not going places. And I mean, it. I have a feeling this next year, you know, cause it's going to get bananas in the fall. Um, I mean, it's crazy now and it's still summer. Like bands are canceling their tours. I think they, I feel like they should. I mean, yeah, I do too. Unfortunately, it really bums me out. I hope, yeah, you know, people but, need it for their livelihood. People yeah, need no, it for their yeah, spirit, you know, just for their fucking souls, for their mental health. Um, but also, if you're dead, you don't, you don't, you have no mental health, right? <laughs> or maybe you do on the other side. What the fuck do I know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm kind of. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe everybody you know, is going to get it. I'm not because I'm not seeing anyone. Uh, and Jennifer's pretty much the same way. Um, and maybe it'll burn itself out. You know what I mean? Because it spreads so fast or, and, or, you know, uh, people that are vaccinated that are getting boosters and all that stuff, you know, maybe that'll help. But, uh, yeah, I really don't want it, dude. (laughs) So no, I don't want it either. I mean, every morning I wake up and the first thing I think about is, do I feel okay? Oh, really? Yeah, no, it's the first thing that crosses uh, my mind. Like, yeah. can I breathe? How's my throat? You know, meanwhile, my dogs are just like snoring. Right. Just, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I'm not, bi- I, you know, I don't mean to bitch about it. It's, I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. My life is fine. My life is great. Yeah. In fact. Mine too. You know, and I mean that, I'm you know. I'm warm, I'm well fed. I got no complaints. Right. I'm I'm gainfully employed. Yeah. Got hobbies that pay for themselves. Yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah. I mean, I'm unbelievably, uh, you know, I'm, I don't really believe in luck, but <laughs> dude, I'm like the luckiest person ever, you know, and I'm very grateful that I'm in the situation I'm in. And I realize there's a ton of people that aren't yeah. nearly as comfortable as I am. Um, you know, I mean, just down at the end of my street, there's a huge homeless ca- encampment, you know, and, uh, you know, it's like, we've had smoke. From oh, this fires. is your we've humble had... brag for the week. <laughs> this, this is your humble brag for the week. You're I not bought, homeless. That I bought a homeless Okay. Person? We oh, get yeah. it, Jamie. You're not homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like we've had fires and so it's been super smoky out. We've had crazy heat waves this summer, you know? Um, yeah. And then, you know, COVID like, dude, can you imagine not? Like having a fucking house at this, uh, you know, during all of this, 
let alone not having any yeah, money. Uh, you know, no, uh, I don't want to imagine. It's it. insane. Uh, that sounds terrible, man. So sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, the Earth hates us. <laughs> yeah, I think the Earth is over it. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth is just like fuck your face. Yeah. Fuck your stupid face, humanity. Fuck you and fuck your stupid, ugly fucking face right in the face. And so the earth is just face fucking us. You know, I, I kind of don't want to say this publicly, but... Don't say it then. I, do, I don't know how parents are dealing with this right now. You know Dude. what I mean? Like, can you imagine? Oh, fuck. That's got to be incredibly stressful. No, I don't... I can't imagine. Yeah. I cannot imagine. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, not even, you know... <laughs> not, well, obviously, climate is probably the biggest problem but there's so many other problems you know like i mean when i was a kid there wasn't shootings in schools you know right uh i mean we were afraid of nuclear war but there wasn't a plague uh that you could catch from anyone you know no that was uh, all just shit that like crazies <laughs> held signs out on the streets right saying the end is the near. end is nigh yeah exactly and, now, and it's not know. even nigh anymore. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, gr we're off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this is the way you start an episode like this, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, do you have any other feedback? Have you heard anything? What was the last thing we did? Um, Besides talk. I'm trying to remember. I could probably look it up here. It was the Neil Young thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The bridge. Uh, no, I don't. I don't recall. I don't. Someone, someone commented at one point. Uh, one of the bands w was was a friend of theirs, and they were like, "Don't oh, talk really? shit about my friend's band." <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like it was one of the bands that didn't sound good. You yeah, know? yeah. And I was just like, ah, I'm, I don't even have the energy to reply. Right. You know what's good is subjective. It's a, not my business to break this person's heart and say, sorry, your friend's band sucks. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the band doesn't suck. This it's not my place to say your, your friend's band's recording sucks. I've been in bands that have sucked and I realized they sucked. So, you know, maybe they got a little bit in the future and realized what they did wasn't so great. <laughs> like, Ooh. Or maybe they're mad all these years later and they're like, you know, well, I don't know why we didn't make it. Right. Fill in the blank made it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Dinosaur Jr. made it. We're as we were as good as them. Oh, boy. We were as good as them. <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah, that's You know, there's one. always that ba the band in the scene that makes it and then everyone's right. like... How did they make it, man? You know, we're we're just as good as them. It's like, well, they fucking worked really hard. They met the same people you met yeah. along the way. They just left. They had a they made a better impression because you're a dick. Yeah, I mean that's the thing <laughs> and, about <laughs> and you gotta want it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about Depend music. It's there's so much politicking involved to get ahead. It's crazy. It's gross. So, but there are bands that are that explode that are also staffed by complete and utter fucking turd knockers. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to imagine those bands being, you know, politically satisfying to people who control their career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely they, exceptions to the rule, you know, 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of, it's, it's just a, so much gross stuff. It's schmoozing with other bands and, ugh. <laughs> you, know? you know, look, I mean, why is that gross? I, why is like making friends with other people who do what you do gross? Um, what do you think about international trade? <laughs> is that gross? It isn't, it isn't, you know, I don't have a problem making friends with other bands. We were friends with plenty of other bands. Um, yeah, see? The issue I have is when I see bands uh, schmoozing other bands that they obviously don't like or obviously aren't good. You know what I mean? When they're doing, when they're making moves just to, for advancement, you know what I mean? Like. How many friends do you have with bands and you don't have to name names, okay. but like you, you seriously, you can't have friends who are exclusively in bands you love. And if you do, you only love them because your friends are in those bands, right? Yeah. No, I've hated everyone in John's bands. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. So the thing is, uh, <laughs> all of John's is, bands does that have mean been amazing. You're schmoozing with John because right. <laughs> you hate his band. Like, I mean, you know, I don't yeah. know. No, there's, just, there's definitely people, you know, I have friends in other bands where I don't like their bands, but I, I never lie to them about it. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll lie by omission, you know, <laughs> like, sure. I mean, I don't ask, I never ask people if they're, if they like my band, right? Like, yeah. Oh, do you like my record? Look, yeah, it's a good policy. <laughs> if you, if it's no, it's just like you put something out there. If someone likes it, they're gonna tell you or not. You know, if they're your yeah, friend, yeah, right. It's it's pretty simple. Yeah, you know, and, and no one wants to go out of their way to be a dick and be like, uh, you guys, you guys did a really good job organizing your recording session." You were very efficient, but it sucks. Yeah. Everything that you actually did in the studio sucks. Right, right. Um, so sorry about that. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> well, let me be clear. Uh, even if I wasn't friends with John, uh, and I'm not even necessarily into the genre. <laughs> you would still of, think his band sucks. <laughs> no. uh, I'm not even necessarily into the genre of music that some of his bands have been. Uh, right. I, and I still liked him. They were that good. So like, had I not known John, I still would have liked his bands, even though I don't like, you know, the, some of those genres I'm not really into. So how do you know for sure? You can't say that for sure. I can, because, you know, to me, songs are obviously good or not good. You know what I mean? And I mean, granted, you know, not all of his songs were great, but a lot of them were really great. So, yeah, you know, I liked that band with shiitake. It was good, lovely. Yeah, it was amazing. I fucking hate shiitake. I hate him with a passion. <laughs> I, and I don't think it's any secret. Uh, For people who don't don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about John, who does the intros to the podcast. He's He's been in a number of bands. He's an accomplished guitar player, great guitar player. And he's been in a number of rock bands and alt-rock bands and... yeah. Pop, like pop rock bands and he's got a music school but he had this band called lovely that was like a glam rock sort of 80s motley crew ish throwback sort of band at a time when that wasn't cool right. to have yeah and which made it that much cooler <laughs> right which made it the most punk band in portland really yeah, it was really cool 
Uh, um, and they were great. And their singer's name was Johnny Shiitake, and his and Shiitake uh, was wasn't his wasn't on his birth certificate. <laughs> they called him Shiitake because he talked so much shit. Yeah, yeah. And I did not care for him. Uh, so much He's so pretty cocky fella. <laughs> so much so that uh, at their they did a reunion gig a couple years ago, and uh, John asked me to film it. <laughs> and if you watch the video of me. Uh, the, all the videos that I filmed, Shiitake is never in on camera, like in frame. <laughs> like, like I'm standing in the front row with the camera, and like Shiitake like gets in front of me, and I like physically move out of the way so I don't get him in the shot. Like, it's like you're a dick. Uh, fuck that. Fuck that guy. He sucks. Yeah. He he's a a pain in the ass. Yeah, cocky guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love um, I love shtick. He but never I, did anything. I think, I don't know why, but he never talked shit to me. He never yeah. crossed me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have, when I'm done with somebody, I'm done with them. And uh, I was like immediately done with that dude. So that's the end of that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> immediately done. Yep. I was like, well, you crossed the line. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Lovely was good. Death Valley was great. Uh, yeah. Bev was, Bev is unbelievable. Like, You've talked about them before. I don't know. Have you ever heard Bev? I feel like I heard a couple. That was the like his alt rock band in the nineties with the female singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Like I remember um, in our weekly paper uh, at the end of the year, the music writer, like reviewer, critic, whatever for the alt weekly, said um, the worst thing that happened this year wasn't Kurt Cobain committing suicide; it was Bev breaking up. Like they were that good. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And and they got they got they got fucked. Like they they could have gone places and they got screwed politically in a, a couple of times and it just fucked them over. So John got me tooed back then, is that what happened? No. Um they actually <laughs> they played a showcase um in Iowa City, I think for some record executives and the band that opened or the first band or the second band, I think it was the first band, uh their best friend was the sound guy. And so he made him sound great. And then when Bev played, apparently he mixed them terribly. And uh, like they had a great monitor mix and they had no idea that the front of house mix was terrible. And uh, yeah, Amy came up and she's like, you guys sound fucking awful. And John's like, what are you talking about? We sounded great. Like, And uh, yeah, they figured out well, what that's happened. Weird. So they got railroaded. And that, that, yeah, uh, mean, that, that other band with the good mix got picked up and I think put out a record and it bombed. So I don't know if a mix is enough to turn a good A and R person away. Well, maybe they weren't good A and R people. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Are I mean, you trying yeah. to tell me that there's a possibility that someone worked at a record label that didn't know shit about music? <laughs> right. <laughs> and had terrible taste in music. Hey, they didn't know their dick from a doorknob. Speaking of. Uh People not taste in music working at labels and not knowing much about music. Uh, I watched, uh, I don't know what service it was on. It was on Netflix or HBO maybe. Uh, but I watched a, a documentary about David Geffen. That was super oh, interesting. Really? Yeah. Was um, it cool? It was really cool. I mean, I, you know, I had some vague, you know, knowledge of David Geffen, but, uh, I had no idea like how he started and came up and, and, it was incredibly interesting. If you're a fan of music and, and a fan of, you know, how things work or history or whatever, 
it's a, it's a really good documentary. So I'll try to link to the trailer or something in the show notes this week. But was it a free watch or a rental? It was free. So, I mean, it, I'm on, not sure what, uh, I don't know what service it was on. Got it. I'm going to take a flight. You are? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get on a plane, man. What do you think about that? I would not do that, but you're healthier than I am. <laughs> I'm getting on a flight tomorrow. I feel fine talking about it because um, by the time this airs, yeah, I will already be home. But I'm not telling anyone. I'm flying into Seattle for uh, a, one of my best friend's wedding. Oh, awesome. He's having a tiny, like, uh, very... Un- like not unorthodox but a non-traditional wedding yeah and uh he told me he was getting married and i was like well what what's the deal you know yeah. he's like well it's just gonna be you know me and my family at the ceremony and then a, a very small party afterwards at my parents house and i i said i'd i wish i could be there and he said well you could you come if you want yeah so uh i made it happen over the last you know four or five days short notice oh it's awesome i'm not i haven't told anyone in seattle right that i'm going to be there because i'm going to be in seattle for less than 48 hours yeah and i'm i'm there for jeff yeah and i don't want to fucking you know i don't want to have to feel bad about not seeing people yeah so if you're listening and you're pissed that's your fault not mine so so was, it's it's just me that's uh bum, no bum that knowing that you're coming but I'm not going to see you. <laughs> well, it's uh it's going to, you know, I'm it's not fine. coming to Portland. I know. So yeah. Um <laughs> nobody knows. Ah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I do that a lot when I go places like sometimes I'm going to be there for such a short amount of time, you know. I mean, there's yeah. only so many lunches you can have with people, you know, and so many dinners and so yeah. Sometimes I can right. get in and out and I'll post on Facebook like I'm, oh, I'm at an airport, but I won't say where I'm going or whatever. And usually when I get back, I don't say anything either because, you know, right. <laughs> I don't want to be pissed either. So, yeah. Well, that's why I will typically, if like when I go to Portland, I'll try to organize a night where I meet up with people at a place. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, I can't run around and see everyone. I've made the trip all the way here. Can you, can you, along yeah. with a bunch of other people, meet me here? And we'll have a great yeah. time rapping and talking some shit, you know, whatever. Except when you come to Portland and you hang out with me, so. <laughs> well, I do, of course so I, I, I think do, you but. Did two, you did two special things with me and we went to a guitar show. It was very awesome. Look. Is that your humble now brag for the week? Jealous. Are we done? <laughs> it is. <laughs> everybody in Portland that's friends with Mike, I got to spend more time with them than you did. So, <laughs> and we talk on the phone every week, <laughs> having a podcast. Hey, yo, what is this fucking purple Marshall Plexi on Craigslist in in Portland? I don't know what you're talking about. There's a fucking purple Plexi, a modded Plexi. So you're probably not into it because it's modded. It's probably uh, hot rotted. It's pretty handsome though. There's no way that's original. No, it's a. It's like a. Says it's a Mojo Tone box. Oh, yeah. It's oh, still fucking that head. Rad I have the matching uh, cabinet for that fucking high watt head. You do? Yeah, dude. Fucking pretty handsome. Ugh, dude, this is this is the scam of the century. So like ten or twelve years ago, John was playing high watts. 
and he had a like a black high watt cabinet and a Reeves head or or a Reeves cabinet and a high watt head. I don't yeah. remember. But anyways, a fucking red high watt four twelve came up on the local Craigslist, and it was rad. And he's like, "Oh fuck, I want to buy this so much, I don't have the money." And he's like, "Amy would kill me." And I'm like, "He." And he was kind of hitting around, so I was like, "Well, why don't I buy it?" And then when you have the money, you can just buy it for me. You know, I'll just sell it to you for what I got for it. And he's like, "Okay." And and so I had the cabinet for like a year or two, and then he like got rid of all his high watt stuff, <laughs> started playing fenders, and uh, you know, I mean, John goes through amps like crazy, and uh, yeah, that was the end of it. So I've been stuck with this fucking albatross of a high watt cabinet that sounds terrible with my marshals for like 12 years like it's it's in the other bedroom just like i have like a bunch of new uh magazines stacked on top of it i'll give you 500 bucks for oh, it god i mean it looks killer it sounds terrible with my marshals and so i was kind of like well i mean you know it's entirely possible i can buy a high watt head off a reverb or you know somewhere else and have it shipped it's it would be impossible for me to buy you know a custom color high watt 412 and have it shipped just because how fucking expensive it would be to ship it you know so I was or you like, could just sell it to me for 500 bucks i just figured i'd hang on to it. what do you need a speaker cabinet for <laughs> that's hey that's my line uh yeah i need to email this dude and be like hey i got the matching cabinet you want to sell me that head or you want to buy the cabinet i mean either way it's a win-win right? yeah i mean fuck literally it just is a nightstand holding up magazines and fucking. You should bedroom. sell it to him, or you should trade it for that fucking purple head. Yeah. Could you get that it. much for that cabinet? Oh, I think so. Like a straight. Could you get nineteen hundred bucks for a red high watt cabinet? Uh, well, let's see. So this guy is asking nineteen hundred for this head. I think he'd probably take seventeen hundred. Like, I mean. High watt cabinets are pretty fucking rare, you know, like, like, you know, in comparison with like Mesa boogies and Marshall right. cabinets, which are a fucking dime a dozen. And it's a fucking custom color and it's an immaculate condition. Like, and right. it matches his red head. Like that dude, if he had tons of fucking money, couldn't find a red matching cabinet for that thing. You know what I mean? It'd be, so. if you emailed him, he'd be so wet. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll gets, send him an email. He'd get so wet. <laughs> i don't know who bruce zinke is who's uh bruce zinke is an amp builder yeah. uh you should just sext him a picture of that cabinet <laughs> <laughs> i should send him oh even better i'll send him a picture of me naked in front of the cabinet so that way like he'll have such a boner for this cabinet and want to look at the photo a bunch but then he'll have to see me and my white <laughs> ass to look in the fucking photo every time he wants to look at it yeah. uh, see this is how you get canceled <laughs> and then but i think that getting canceled be like probably the best thing that ever happened to our podcast <laughs> i'm not willing to test a theory out on right. myself though yeah, yeah but that's amazing you could <laughs> oh that's great huh oh, really it's, it's not avoiding. even a vintage marshall it's from 88 88 is vintage now, well, my friend. I mean, it's vintage. Yeah, it's a reissue. It is. You're vintage, dude. We're vintage. <laughs> We're vintage. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's how uh, time works. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, time works that way. Yeah, I'm psyched about this. I'm going to email that dude. How did you, you find see? that? Did John post that on Facebook or something? 
No, while we talk, I scroll through Craigslist. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I usually look I at I just porn. look at the pictures, you know? Yeah, I look just at naked lady photos. <laughs> I, you know, as we talk, I'm scrolling through, like, well, I was looking at Seattle, but Seattle was really not looking great. Portland always has good shit. Yeah. Why? Oh, a lot of failed, <laughs> a lot of failed bands here. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. You know what I need to find? Mm. And I thought there was someone right across the river from me, like 25 minutes away. Mm -hmm. So fucking rare for here. Had a road case that would fit my Marvin, the CN90 thing. Oh, really? It's a really odd shape, you know? Yeah. It was just like a blank road case that Mm -hmm. I would put some foam in. Right, right. You know, uh, my buddy up in Troy was like, oh, dude, just get a blank go to this place it's like a furniture builder yeah and they'll trace it and they'll fucking cut it out for you and it'll fit like a glove oh wow i emailed the guy i was like oh yeah sorry it sold yesterday ah, it like, sucks. Fuck. <laughs> so bummed so i gotta find i gotta figure out how to um you know i gotta figure it out i gotta figure out how to tour this thing if we tour even fucking happens yeah yeah anyway <laughs> fuck nah. billy ray cyrus <laughs> yeah so this week billy ray cyrus some gave all <laughs> which is the worst song on the album it's just like uh well i yeah. should have called it achy breaky heart it's the worst that fucking some gave all is the worst cheesiest cornball assed fucking lemon juice on the butthole song of all the terrible cheese dick songs yeah um and you know (sighs) i was surprised that they you know when i heard it i was like this is yeah you know uh, i had the same reaction this is the worst fucking song on the record and so I don't know what happened. Like, like, How like, did isn't it make the, the record? Isn't <laughs> exactly it? Well, isn't the thought that you, you you name the record after what you think is going to be the hit song on the record? Well, not necessarily. I mean, not all. But the maybe time, they were. But, you know, that's a that's a popular patriotic veteran right, yeah. kind of fucking statement. Like I see, I see bumper stickers that say that all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you know. Up here, especially, you know, ru- living rurally. And right. So they were probably, you know, they were targeting a demographic. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, you, as a veteran, do you appreciate the, uh, <laughs> the, the, ah, fuck, I can't think of the word, the pander <laughs> by Billy Ray? No, the song's terrible. It's a okay. shitty fucking song. Right. Um, even the name of the main character is stupid. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, I but his name either. is like Doopy fucking Platypus or whatever. Right. Uh, it was so stupid. And it's a terrible song. The problem is that at the core, that statement still resonates with me. Oh, really? It gets well, the you. statement, like, yeah. all gave some, some gave all. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I never was put in harm's way, but I know a lot of people that have been to war My and my fucking father was in, was in Vietnam and, yeah, you know, not everyone came home, but that wasn't a particularly patriotic war. Right. We haven't fought a patriotic war in so long. <laughs> Listen, 
Like maybe yeah, ever. World War II, really. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, was that patriot was that a patriotic war? Like we uh, were yeah, no. I mean, I, mean, I guess we were attacked, our, but it was the, how about our allies pretty much. So we were attacked. Okay. We were attacked by the Japanese, but we didn't go. Yeah. I mean, we fucking, you know, they got theirs, but right. um, <laughs> that's yeah. terrible. Jesus. Uh, I mean, they didn't get theirs. They like what happened there was a fucking atrocity, but uh, you know, we went to Europe. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like I'm not a political scientist, but it's kind of like when we went to Iraq. Right. <laughs> you know it's like jesus christ what the fuck <laughs> you know iraq didn't they didn't attack us yeah so anyway uh i don't want to get into all that but uh no I, no i don't appreciate the song the statement at its core is you know a powerful statement to right people you know who can relate to it yeah um the statement i appreciate but man this motherfucker sounds like you know i listened to this record so many times oh really <laughs> yeah no i listened to it so many times that you know that i know the songs now <laughs> oh god like i listened to it a lot i listened to it again today twice oh wow i and I, I could only i probably listened to this one more times than i've listened to almost any of the other albums that we've reviewed in the last wow. like six months. I probably listened to it 15 times. So and did you listen to it because it you liked it or better. because we had two weeks with this record? Well, I, I did not like it clearly. Okay. Well, um, part of that was because we had two weeks, but also par part of it was just like, well, I've never listened to any of this other than achy breaky heart. So right. let's get into it. And then it just, you know, I'm great at suffering. So I just listened <laughs> to the, I listened the shit out of it. Right. And, um, it was all like listening through it the first time I laughed out loud so many times because <laughs> for a number of reasons, yeah. uh, some of the reasons were that it was just, it was so bad lyrically yes. that his vocal delivery was a joke. Yeah. It was just like, where the fuck did they find this guy? He sounds like the second place, like like he didn't even win the karaoke contest. He was like, <laughs> they were like, well, this guy's got a nice package and a sweet mullet. Let's uh, let's see what we can do with them. Ship him off to Nashville, boys. Right, and uh, you know, have him sing some fucking songs to the soldiers. Oof. I don't know. But this fucking record is terrible, and it sold a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, how many copies did it sell? Uh, to date, I believe it sold twenty million copies <laughs> worldwide. Really? Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what Wikipedia says. It's so terrible. Yeah, it's really Here's bad. Here's the. Oh my god. Um, I'm sure he's a nice. Maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe he's not. I don't know anything <laughs> about him. You right. know? Yeah. I know he's got a daughter who I used to think was terrible, and then I heard his music. <laughs> I know he did that song, you know, a couple years ago with the gay kid, and and it stirred up shit in Nashville. Oh, really? And I liked and I liked that. Yeah, that that I like about him. No, he did a fucking some fucking 
old country road or fucking old dirt road or some bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible song. People love the shit out of it. Yeah. And um, I think that it might have been a hit before he got involved. I don't even know. It, the song's called Old Town Road. Okay. Yeah, and, and the song was a hit on Nashville radio. I'm probably fucking this up. It was a hit on Nashville radio. And then like radio caught wind that um that the guy singing it was black and they were like whoa oh what? okay this is ringing a bell they were like wait a minute what he's black yeah uh fuck we've got a problem <laughs> you know <laughs> we can't have a black guy at the top of the country music charts or whatever right although the that darius record guy is, uh is country singer fucking charlie charlie pride black um Anyway, he's also gay. Pretty oh, sure. Oh wow! I think he's he's black and gay. So it's just like whoa. So the I think then uh, BRC got involved and <laughs> BRC took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BRC got involved and then you know it like I think it rechampioned the song or maybe he just coattailed it. I don't even know. Yeah, but. Um, but I liked that about I, whatever. I may have heard the story wrong, or I may be remembering the story that I heard wrong. Right. But that story made me appreciate him at least, even though he put out this fucking horrendous album in 1990-whatever. Well, you know, his, is, uh, his, the song Achy Breaky Heart in the video popularized line dancing too, right? <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Like line dancing was already happening, right? But it just I introduced it to people in Muckle Teo. I don't know. I'll bet. Let me see if I can right? find out. Must be. Must have been. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, this song, songs, I mean. Video line dancing. Uh, the thing is, uh, you know, that first, the first song sounds, fuck. It almost sounds like a song that someone wrote for Springsteen. And mm -hmm. Springsteen was like. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking <laughs> called me for this bullshit? And uh, then they're like, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Springsteen. Uh, he's like, I write all my own goddamn songs. Right. And then they're like, give it to BRC. <laughs> and yeah. then he came along. And it's terrible. Yeah, I... And uh, I had so many emotional feeling i had so many feelings <laughs> over the course of two weeks listening to this album yeah you're very uh you i'm gonna try to seem very I'm, emotional I'm, about it <laughs> i'm gonna try to nail all of them uh and I'm, I'm gonna try to recount them articulately okay there's only a few um, that i can so i you know there's a lot of uh music genres that i feel like have been ruined by radio you know like think about, you know, when you say jazz, people think about Kenny G and it's like, no, it's not Kenny G. It's fucking Thelonious Monk. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, and like country for me, I, I, you know, my default position is I hate country. And when I say I hate country, it's Billy Ray Cyrus. It's not Merle Haggard or, you know, uh, Willie, like Nelson. Willie Nelson, like the old school country, like that stuff's cool. You know what I mean? It's right. this fucking watered down pop version you know same with r&b like r&b used to be awesome and now like you're like what the fuck is this you know what i mean like this is not motown you know uh and so my impression of 
country. This is exactly what I thought country was. Like, this is exactly what I, I feel like uh, radio friendly country is. And it's, it, it did not, uh, my assumption did not disappoint. The, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh yeah, this totally sucks. And I was correct. Could the have best been thing me. about this terrible. record. <laughs> the best thing about this record is that it's 35 minutes long. Right. <laughs> and not a minute longer. Yeah. You know? That was that was one thing that I appreciated about it. Mm-hmm. If if we can focus on the positive for a moment. Um there were also a couple of moments when like a baritone guitar snuck in, which is a you know, um not necessarily super traditional traditional but more traditional you know yeah and that inspired me to listen to some dwight yoakam which made me happy because i like dwight yoakam Mm -hmm. and then that sent me on a road which led me to listen to junior brown now junior brown i'd never listened to before and i'd heard the name plenty yeah it's like a texas legend and he's fucking on. He's like the Zach Wild of country guitar playing. It's fucking just like over the top, ridiculous, bombastic, and com- demands to be heard. It's yeah. like it's incredible. So if this record hadn't crossed our desks, then I wouldn't have discovered Junior Brown. So right. the joke's on you, Rudy. <laughs> You know, if you want to, if you want to talk a little bit, uh, you know, if you, like a few seconds ago, you talked about how you wanted to talk a little bit about the positive stuff about this record. The recording and sound of this record is great. Like the clean guitar sounds really good, you know, and considering this is recorded on tape, the mix is amazing. The separation is fantastic. Like you can really hear all the instruments. I think the clean guitar sounds great. Um, They're not fucking around down there in Nashville, buddy. No, no. Uh, I will say the drums were a little too soft for me. Um, right. But I mean, that may just be the genre or, you know, the time. The time. Um, the reverb on his voice is really good in most songs, but in some songs it really doesn't work. Um, I don't care for his voice, but I thought his pitch was pretty good. And the background singers are fantastic. Uh, not to mention the guitar, guitar playing is really good. Like, you know, so on like a technical level, I think the record sounds really good so i think this is one of the early because this is like a crossover record this is a record that you know that chick in high school that list that was into bon jovi and cinderella this record came out and she was like this kind of rocks <laughs> you know yeah it's got guitar solos that aren't like kadinky dinky dinky and you know and so it had a mass appeal right uh, you know, uh, to Americans. I don't know. I imagine people in other countries might have had the poor enough taste to get into it. Yeah. But, uh, you um, know, it, I, it, I feels like one of the early, cause you know, a lot of people followed this, you know, yeah. came behind this and, and then came the exodus of, of like session players from LA to Nashville and now all of the guitar players in Nashville, mm-hmm. you know, secretly have a closet full of guitars with Floyd Roses on them. And they, right. you know, they, they can do all that, all that Eddie Van Halen shit. Right, they just yeah. go in and play country songs. But now country songs 
sound like poison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's not a slight on poison. No, I will say, by the way. Uh, you know, in talking about the, the lyric lyrics for this Terrible record and, and, and the song could have been me, which is hilarious. I, <laughs> uh, I like, I didn't, I, I knew that country lyrics were like about breakups and stuff, but I didn't know that they would be so dumb that there would be a song about, with a lyric about the guy complaining that his ex-girlfriend kept his cat. <laughs> like, right. Like, no, what a fucking, yeah, no, it was, oh my, <laughs> there's so many things. She kept my cat. Like, yeah, and I got Jesus the bills Christ. and she got my cat. Like the cat? Like so, you're not even going to talk fuck. about your dog? Like right, how yeah. un- Dog, like, like yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking pussy ass way to go out oh my god oh uh what? my favorite thing was when he said uh, uh one night stands with different women right <laughs> well, <laughs> a little humble what? brag in there yeah well one night stands uh, with different like wait a minute that's fucking on. redundant uh yeah that's true but uh i'm gonna fucking dive bomb in here with a piece of trivia uh he knocked up two different chicks in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So at the time he was single and he had relationships with Kristen Lucky and Letitia Finley. He fathered two children who were both born in 1992. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, I don't think it was in the same session, which would be amazing, but you know uh huh well you know so i mean yeah hey writing write what you know i guess right <laughs> i guess so yeah. i mean what year did this album come out uh 92 and uh so apparently he wasn't done with that yeah so he knocked up two chicks and put out a hit record in 92 <laughs> good thing which uh, you, you i know, mean i wonder if he knew if he was just like he signed on for some of the shitty songs because he's like fuck this i need this right yeah yeah was this was this his first record yeah it was his first record and uh um i saw uh let me see if i can find it ah cyrus That's suffered a lot of child support man. Cy- cyrus uh suffered many hardships including living in his neighbor's car in 1990 and then he not even in his own car yeah and then he was signed to Mercury Polygram, which here's the issue with that. If you're living in your neighbor's car, it's not your neighbor's car. It's your landlord's car, right? <laughs> well, well <laughs> I mean, if you're living in a car. Well, wait a minute. If you're living in your neighbor's car, what, what, uh, what's going on in your house that is your neighbor's next door right. where yeah. you live? Yeah. Or I guess, you know, if you're Maybe in, he was evicted from his house? Yeah. Or, or And it, moved into his neighbor's car? I mean, like if I moved into your car, I guess technically, and your car was in your driveway, technically that would make us neighbors, right? Yeah. So maybe I am wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so around that time, he, he got a gig opening for Reba McIntyre. And then, uh, yeah, then he went on to put out this record. So uh, a couple of things that bothered me as I listened to this. And so, and. One of the, well, one of the interesting things listening to this record is the songs that would play after the record was done. Like oh, when okay. It just kept yeah. going. Yeah. Because they were different every time and they all almost entirely sucked nuts. Yeah. Um, 
So that was a drag. Yeah. Uh, but it occurred to me that a lot of a lot of the lyrical content in these songs and in and in a lot of country music in general, not all of it. I'm not talking shit about all country music, but a lot of it contributes to the divisiveness of that is that happens in our country. Yeah. And that bums me out. It contributes to just um sexism mm-hmm. and uh, uh, God, just all like a lot of terrible shit, right? Yeah, and uh, and there's just not a I don't know. This this anyway, it inspired me. I was like, maybe I could write a country song that is <laughs> that like addresses problems in the way that country music does. Like, yeah, uh, you know, like speaks to people about problems that that everyone goes through at different times but they you know they talk about problems in such a at such a base level like Mm -hmm. such a fucking duh level right uh i thought what if i could write a song that just had that was based on like real practical solutions and logical (laughs) solution you know yeah yeah uh problem solving kind of things you know talk about talk about therapy and and talk (laughs) talk about um trying to understand other people because nobody's singing about that stuff right that doesn't i don't think that sells records probably no i will say uh, one of my one of my there was one really good line in uh one of these songs which was uh the song i'm so miserable the line is that's uh, a that's a good turnaround i love you uh I'm so miserable without you. It's almost like you're here, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that's that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it up for that song yeah. too, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's funny. It's probably the only funny moment on the record. <laughs> right. Well, purposely I mean, funny. <laughs> here's here's another thing that I realized while I was listening today is that this type of shitty fucking junior high school poetry country music Mm -hmm. is is basically like heavy metal (laughs) what uh what do you mean just in that it's super dramatic yeah like there's a it's super dramatic the lyrics are really dumb and it's just (laughs) basically trying to you know pound a broad flat concept uh into your face yeah you know um, so it, I just think it's very similar, yeah, like heavy metal and that. country. Just, I think that a lot of heavy metal people, I have an uncle that, that introduced, that kind of introduced me to metal mm-hmm. and now he's a country guy. Yeah. It seems to happen to a lot of people. Like my dad was in a classic rock when he was in his twenties and then, well, I don't know that it was classic rock back then, but, uh, yeah. And then ended up being in a country and I was just like, Oh God, if I, I'm already right. so disappointed in you. Like, <laughs> Just keep making it worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, so was this record the start of terrible radio country, like pop country? Do you know? I think that it was, you know, it... Like, did they have that shit if in it the wasn't, 80s? If it wasn't the Genesis, it was, you know, it was East of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I think that, you know, the guitar playing on here, there's there's some moments where it feels kind of like Journey. Like the guitar solos and yeah. stuff, you know, it feels like Neil Sean, 
And that's a thing that I don't, that was not happening in country music before. Right, right. You know, it, they were just like, we don't need your goddamn dope smoking rock and rollers around here, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I, one, th- uh, there's one guitar line in Achy Breaky Heart that's totally uh, uh, bang a gong. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guitars in that song. Yeah. There's like five guitars happening. <laughs> Funny thing it's is, crazy. like, you know, and looking at the, I figured like, okay, he's got all these like baller session musicians and stuff. And I, you know, normally I, I try to look at like the secondary players on records and, and read trivia about that because, you know, nobody knows that stuff or at least less people do. And, and see if anyone like maybe made it big later on. Yeah. Or was in other bands or, you know, had some other cool connections or interesting stuff. Uh, all of the dudes listed as the studio players on this record in his Wikipedia entry, none of them have Wikipedia links. Really? Yeah. I mean, they think he dude, you got it. a fucking Wikipedia link. Like how the, <laughs> like, have yeah, they done kid, nothing of was note? Like some kids high school project. Yeah, maybe. That's I the mean, only reason I have one. No, for real. That's why I oh, have okay. one. <laughs> um, I mean, Wikipedia is pretty fucking thorough nowadays with stuff. And I'm like totally shocked. None of those dudes have entries. So, well, I was surprised. So maybe, I don't know if they just. Maybe they were tightwads and they hired people who had that didn't have any gigs. had never yeah. had a gig. Uh, who produced it? Anyone like, did the producer have a wiki? Uh, I don't think so. Really? Let me look. 20 million records, not and no wiki? What does uh, wiki correct. mean? What the fuck? Why wiki? This uh, is a, that's a piece of trivia you must know the answer to, right? It's, uh, I believe it stands for Twiki Wiki, which uh, is a Hawaiian what? word that means collaboration, I think. I mean, it's been like 20 years since I looked up the really? def- definition. Yeah. Twiki Wiki sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I'd pay an extra twenty bucks for. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, I have to look that up and find out. Uh, I mean, nope, if that's I'm, the truth, I like it. I'm totally wrong. Uh, let's see. They uh, the word dates well. The common era use of the word uh, dates to 1995 after computer programmer Ward Cunningham introduced his software WikiWikiWeb to the world. The software was whose name was based on a Hawaiian term for quick. Allows website view- was visitors to contribute contents to its pages. So, yeah. Hmm. That was totally wrong. <laughs> not the first time, not the last time. Uh, so what? So as a point of reference, time frame reference, what year did this come out? Ninety two. Mm-hmm. So what rad shit came out in ninety two? A lot of rad shit. Yeah. Um, um. This is not one of those things. Yeah. Let's see. Records released. Uh, in so 19- despite its, so it sold twenty. It sold twenty million copies. Uh, in two thousand six, Q magazine listed it as number 33 in its list of the 50 worst albums of all time (laughs) yeah good job (laughs) yeah so good job uh Uh, automatic for the people by rem came out in 92 southern harmony and uh musical companion by black crows uh wish by the cure check your Mm. head by the beastie boys Mm. uh dirty by sonic youth uh, stone temple pilots core 
vulgar display of power. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Angel Dust, uh, Bone Machine by Tom Waits. Um, Your Arsenal by Morrissey. That guy's really turned out to be a tool. Yeah. Um, so maybe man. not the best year for music. <laughs> no, this is that yeah, fucking I mean, Arrested right Development album came out. Sweet Oblivion by Screaming Trees. That's fucking killer. The Predator by Ice Cube. That's a good record. Mm. Um, right Said Fred. Um, <laughs> the Chronic. Whoa. Oh, there we go. The Chronic came out in 92. The same year as this shitty record. Oh, It's a Shame About Ray by the Lemonheads. That's a fucking great record. The single soundtrack. Uh, Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. Do you know that record? Nope. Oh, it's good. It's that Michael Franti guy. Mm, I don't know who that is. Before I must have been Spearhead. Busy. Must have been busy in 92. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, Dry by PJ Harvey. I was listening to good stuff that came out previous to all of this. Uh, the New Power Generation, the the Symbol album came Ugh. out in 92. Gross. I'm into that album. <laughs> At least the couple of singles that were on it. Uh, so there was good shit that came out. Oh, Rage Against the Machines album came uh, out. There we go. First one. Uh, Neil Young, Harvest Moon. It's oh, a good record. Yeah. It's a great record. The Ace of Bass album came out that year. That's a good one. That's a joke. <laughs> um, dude, Gangstar, Daily Operation. It's good. Apparently Megadeth put out an album that year. Who cares? <laughs> House of Pain's record came out that year. I oh, liked that. Yeah, that was good. That shit was good. White Zombies album came out that year. Mm. Peter that Gabriel the, Us. Is that the one where he goes, stuff, yeah. 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 It's the one that goes, <laughs> you know the one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So anyway... Uh, uh, 1992 spawned a monster. Yeah. And, and uh, I feel like for a while, Billy Ray Cyrus was a, was like a, a punchline. Yeah. Like it, I, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I don't know. Well, I think a, a lot of the stuff that becomes super popular, but is milk toast after the popularity is over becomes a punchline, doesn't it? Well, yeah, because he had that stupid mullet. Speaking of the mullet, dude, have you listened to the song I Miss My Mullet by Billy Ray Cyrus? No. Yeah, came out in 2017. I listened to it today. <laughs> really? Was it good? No. It's uh, terrible. Was it as bad as this record, though? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Really? I mean... I don't even see how that can be possible. Skinny dipping at the swimming hole, black light, red lights, and strobe lights, too. We all, we're all the rage for me and you. Only one thing I miss more than that. I want my mullet back. <laughs> Do you think he wrote those lyrics or someone was like, like, I got, hey, all right, listen here, Jeb. We're going to relaunch <laughs> BRC's career. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to throw back. That's what the kids say now. We're going to throw back to the mullet. Now you see them kids with the tattoos on their faces, the tattoos on their faces. <laughs> tattoos. They, they got the mullets now. So uh, I think it's cool. It'll be hip for us to talk about them again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of mullets. So I had a killer mullet. I don't, uh, 
so, so some things happen in a bunch of places at the same time and then like mullets it eventually kind of comes together uh but in the midwest mullets weren't called mullets back in the day um what were they called uh they were called schlongs not really seriously for short long where i come from a schlong is something completely different right, but it was uh it was the haircut was referred to as the schlong uh, and then I think the Beastie Boys actually popularized the term mullet. Oh, because it's short and long. Yeah, schlong. <laughs> right. I get it. <laughs> Which I I kind of think that's a better word for it. So, oh, well. Uh, it's a pretty good word, yeah, schlong, schlong. But it also means cock. Yeah, yeah. So it could be confusing, like, whoa, check out that guy's schlong. Right. And then people <laughs> would be looking in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he'd be like, did you see that thing? It was fucking glorious. And then the other person's like, yeah, I couldn't believe the genes were containing it. And they're like, what? Oh, my God. Uh, so it could be problematic. Yeah. You know? It could be problematic. Um, dude, how bad was the cover of These Boots Are Made For Walking? The on worst. The Christ. fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Uh, let's see. I have a little bit of trivia for you. Okay, let's have it. Are you ready? Uh, although the song, the Cyrus song, We the People, was used by Republican George W. Bush during his 2000 presidential campaign, Cyrus is reported as saying he's been a lifelong Democrat. Is that right? Yep. Hmm. Uh, he decided that he wanted to be a musician after, seeing, uh, after attending a Neil Diamond concert. He dropped out of college and gave himself 10 months to pull it off and was apparently wow. successful. So, um and I know how much you love regional awards, so I thought I'd share with you some regional <laughs> awards that he won. Uh, he won the 1993 Juno Award for Best Selling Foreign or Domestic Single in Canada, and he also won the South Carolina Humanitarian of the Year Award in 1995. <laughs> wow. So his regional, Good for him. regional awards are many. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about, did you learn anything about his relationship with his daughter? I did not. I, I you know. I feel like they were at odds for a minute. Yeah. Because she was being so out, out you know, she was right. just like, hear me roar. And she was yeah. just like going out and, and trying to, she was just being young and trying to make impressions and. Right. I don't know. Uh, I feel like he, I don't remember this, but I, I don't remember for certain, but I feel like he came out and said some things like, well, you know, she's just acting out and it was, seemed like maybe it was kind of a problem for a while, but I think, I think they're getting on just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do any research on Miley Cyrus cause I figured Rudy would fucking put one of her episodes or one of her albums in the, in our list. <laughs> So I'd have to <laughs> re-talk about her then. And uh, I kind of wanted to uh, just concentrate on how bad this guy was. <laughs> so I feel like in some ways, this is Rudy's greatest troll. Really? Better than yeah. Cro-Magnon? Yeah. Oof. Because we'd never heard of Cro-Magnon. And not only had we heard of this in 1992 and 1993, but it was just the antithesis of everything that I appreciated <laughs> right. in the world. <laughs> you know, I was just like, not only was the song terrible, like the hit, the yeah. fucking song that got 
fucking pow- that just fucking face fucked you. Well, I think he had four hits you from this record. Not, huh? I said, I think he had four hits from this record. Country I hits. Could, I but, don't know what the other yeah. three are. But Achy Breaky Heart is also just a stupid thing to have to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a terrible phrase. Like, Achy Breaky? Yeah. It does, I mean. I mean, it rhymes, right? Phonetic, sure, it rhymes, but phonetically, it just doesn't, it doesn't even flow well. It's just terrible. It's yeah. terrible, terrible song, terrible lyrics, stupid, corny, and like cutesy. Like, how did country dudes go for this? Just because the chicks flock to it? Probably, yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> Guys do stupid shit for girls. Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me (laughs) that women have something to offer men that men will act the fool for? Right. (laughs) I find that hard to believe. Yeah. uh, Fuck this record. Yeah. Uh, You know, I hope that he's a hell of a nice guy. That's that's what I'll say. I hope that he's a hell of a nice guy. um, And I hope he was a good dad uh, because this album made him super famous and really rich yeah (laughs) and you know and i hate it so i hope that some (laughs) i hope that some positive stuff came from it yeah i I don't know some people like it you know so i bet my sister loved the shit out of this oh really i'll bet yeah i mean she's into all the country stuff i'm glad my sister's not but not like i talked to her very much but um but anyway fuck this record you want to grade it yeah dude Fucking D. <laughs> I am uh so Mike and my grading scales are different. Uh I'm also gonna give this a D, but my D is actually higher than Mike's D. <laughs> <laughs> it counts for more. So. Wait a minute. Are you try are you trying to say something different than what you're actually saying? <laughs> no, like uh I think that. I appreciated this record more than you, even though we both gave it the same grade. I think I. You think you're giving it a D plus? I I, I feel like uh, I'm giving it a higher grade than you, but my grade is still a D. So, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Explain. Well, uh, I thought I was really impressed by the recording, the mixing, the separation, uh, the clean guitar sounds. I thought the background singing was good. Like, there's a you know. As I listened to it, I was like, oh, there's a bunch of things that I think are good about this record. You what about what I mean? the songs? No, the songs are fucking awful. Right. So, um, right. so the only thing that made it not an F is the production quality. Right, yeah. But right? I, I genuinely I generally think that um, you probably like this record less than I do, and even though we gave it the same grade. so Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. I really hated it, and I listened to it a lot. I'm like American it's money, probably, like Canadian money. It's probably, <laughs> you know, it's both. probably why I feel so emotionally <laughs> fucking triggered. You know? Yeah, I'm surprised you put yourself through it that much. I really wanted to feel it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I really wanted to experience it. <laughs> yeah, I think for homework you should listen to the "I Want My Mullet Back" song. I just can't even, I just can't even it's this record was so bad. Yeah. I mean, really the first time I listened to it, cause I had only the, his only song that I had ever heard was the fucking achy breaky. Right. Right. And 
you know, that's dramatic stylized vocals, which right. is like heavy metal, right? Yeah. Uh, where is he from? Uh, Kentucky, I believe. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's not he's, from LA like, uh, right. Like, like little feet. Right. I mean, cause you never know, like people go to Nashville and then all of a sudden they're like, a do, 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 a reek, a do, do, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, the first time I listened to it, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This is a joke, right? Yeah. This has got to be a joke. And no, it wasn't a joke. It was the actual record. <laughs> anyway, good job, uh, Rudy. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so terrible. It's really bad. And do you think people still listen to it? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, put on that kidding? old jam. They're like, we're going to kick it old school. <laughs> And yeah, then they put this of, on? People love all kinds of shitty music, dude. Do you think people kick it old school with this? Probably, yeah. You think that's some you think those two words uh, the those I, words, I don't think they say those words, but yeah. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think pe- like some fucking dumbasses like some fucking 19-year-old kids in Kentucky go, "Let's kick it old school." And then they throw on uh BRC? Uh no. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I, uh, in the mid I'll bet they do. Yeah, mid-Atlantic I'll bet area. they do, man. Yeah. I'll bet they do. <laughs> Oof. What a bummer. Yeah. yeah, huge bummer. Good Lord. What do we got next week? Uh, next week is Elephant by the White Stripes. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even remember that being drawn. Yeah. Huh. I remember when this record came out. I just, I remember discovering the White Stripes, but... Uh, I was living in Portland when this one came out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the I don't first time. I think I only ever got like just random MP3s here and there of the White Stripes. I never had any of their records or knew what songs were on what records or anything like that. So I feel like some of it has stood the test of time and some of it my appreciation has faded. Oh, really? Yeah. But overall, I I like it, you know. They came along and and Sorry, I lost. Yeah. Huh? I nearly I saw lost, I lost you, you for huh? a second there. I think they, you know, they were doing a cool thing. Yeah. Well, we'll find out more next week. I fucking guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Uh, Uh, All right. Next week. White Stripes. I already forgot. White Stripes. White Stripes. Yes. Elephant. Elephants. Elephants. Um, Hey, Jamie, you're great. Oh, Mike, you're great. I missed you, dude. Glad to be back I missed you. you too, buddy. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, me too. Jeez, Elise. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little rough, but I'm I'm doing good. So good. I gotta pack and hit the hay. All right, man. All right, All right I'll, I'll see you next recording. week. Go to the bit.